morning and welcome to the United Pentecostal Church on the last day of the year. You made it. 2023 is wrapping up. You made it. You did, maybe you didn't know if you were going to. You did. Congratulations. And so if you could stand up, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, we did it. And turn to your neighbor again and say, neighbor, we're going to do it again next year got a good year coming we've made it through we've overcome we've fought battles we've won God has been there the entire time and we've got another year of it amen I'm excited for it but before we get going we're gonna do some announcements I want to do some announcements real quick we got some drums coming so I'm feeling excited but it's gonna chant with it maybe but um we have today our mission pledge is due on the 31st and then we also have any uh, contributions that you're wanting uh, to count towards 2023. It's needing to be turned in by January the 14th, unless you're uh, using push pay, then that needs to be uh, today by December 31st. So anything that you're wanting to be counted for the year of 2023, uh, if you're using push pay, make sure it's today. If it's uh, using any other process or form of payment by the 14th of January. And then our January events, we've got a few. The first one is Tomorrow, it's New Year's Day, and then on the 14th is going to be Youth Sunday. That is Sunday night, so we'll have that on the 14th of January. Then on the 23rd is Ladies United Fellowship, and then on the 28th, we will have our mission pledge is going to be due for the month of January. Now let's get those drums up in here. Let's get this service going, and I'm excited to wrap up 2023 worship with us. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I'm praising the Father, praising the Father. 
That's what changes everything, right? I, I had this thought come to me, and I was like, "Well, man, I can't wait for the end of the year because that, you know, that's what signifies the greatness of the next year." And and then I was like, "No, the, this this Sunday is the exact same as last Sunday. The only thing that changed was my expectations." Whoa, come on now, whoa, come on. Whenever we have these these spiritual dates or these secular dates in our minds, the only thing that changes itself is our expectations. And so it's the same thing if we could switch that potential into the spiritual realm and we switched it into these expectations of seeing God. Not just in church on Sundays, not just on a certain day, not just on a wedding, on a funeral. Not No, but if we said, God, I'm expecting you Monday through Sunday this entire week. It, see, we've got, to get a, we've got to get rid of the labels here and just break it down. Is Our God is the exact same God that it's always been. It doesn't matter what day it is. It doesn't matter how many times you've failed this year. It doesn't, this year doesn't even matter as a grand total. Because our God is still going to move if you're going to act out in your faith and your hope. Man. And so I'm grateful. I don't have to wait for December 31st of 2023. And I don't have to wait until January 1st of 2024 to set these new goals and these new expectations. As long as I wake up every morning expecting, God, you're going to get all my glory today. Every breath that I have is going directly to you. Everything that you've given to me, I'm sending it right back to you, God. Glorifying you, worshiping you, God. No matter the trials, no matter the circumstances. Because you are still the same. And you always will be. With that being said, we have a few needs here that we're going to take before the Lord. And I believe if there's some people here with expectations of God moving, that He will. Brother James Harrison. Brother R.C. Clark. J.C. Proffer. Letitia Moat. Kathy Gillette. Teresa Mitchell, Sandy Holt, Sonia Pace, Carol Stone, the Atterborough family, Brother Griffith, and Bernard Malone. And at this time, we'll open up the front, and if you have a need or if you just simply want to get in touch with God again, I urge you to step out in faith and come to the front, and our ministers will pray with you and for you. Lord, 
we come expecting great things from you. Not because we're owed anything, Lord, but just because of the God that we know that we serve. And Lord, we understand if you don't meet our expectations today or tomorrow, that you have a timely manner that always works for our good. So Lord, we will continue to hold the faith. We will continue to act out in hope of seeing you today and tomorrow and seeing you in our schools and in our workplaces and in our situations and at our jobs in our families in our friends God because you can and you will I plead the blood of Jesus over every need here today in your great name Amen
said there's victory in the name <laughs> there's victory in the name of Jesus these aren't just words there truly is victory in the name of Jesus and I could tell you my testimony but it's the exact same as yours and that is every time you spoke the name of Jesus he couldn't help but come through he couldn't help but love you he couldn't help but save you there's something about the name of Jesus there's victory in the name of Jesus there's victory in the name of Jesus victory in the name of Jesus victory in the name victory in the name of Jesus victory in the name Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
Can I get a witness that there's victory in the name of Jesus? I mean a true witness. You still believe that he can raise the dead back to life? That he can heal anybody more than a doctor can? Do you still believe it? I'm talking about the victory we should be walking in every single day. The victory that overcomes depression, anxiety, and all fears that this world brings on us. Oh, yes. We're going to go back into that bridge one more time. Go ahead. There's victory. There's victory in the name of Jesus.
every stronghold has to bow I speak victory I speak victory We're bringing home every son and daughter Rulers of darkness have to bow I speak victory I speak victory listening, I guess, to the same voice that was speaking to Sterling this morning. And I was wishing that every, kind of how we can have Thanksgiving always be a Thursday. So I wish every New Year's Eve could be a Sunday. So then you could, you know, you could wrap up the year in church. And then I thought, well, man, that'd be great if we could have every New Year's Day be a Sunday too. And then you could start every year with church. <laughs> And I was trying to do the math and realized I couldn't work. And God began to speak to me. He said, you know, this is not the church. You are the church. And I inhabit your praises. And you don't have to wish you could just close a year with me. You don't have to wish you could open up a year with me. But I am available to close every single day with you. I am available to open every single day, every single night. I am able to be in your presence in the midst of where you are at any time. Because you are the church. You are the temple of the Spirit. You are where God is wanting to be. And I thank God for it every single day. 
And so right now we're going to have our ushers come. We're going to take our tithes and our offering. And there is a beautiful spirit in this place this morning. Ready to minister and ready to move in every single need. And I believe that needs are going to be met. I believe that lives are going to be ministered to. And I believe that we're going to walk out of this year and into 2024 fed and full today. Father, thank you for what we've already felt and what you're doing. I pray that you bless what's given and you bless the giver. Anoint the word and anoint us to receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. You'll never leave me. You said that you won't forsake me. You're right beside me. you won't forsake me you're right beside me and that is all that matters you are the covenant keeping God you are the covenant keeping God Yahweh the covenant
God bless you as you're seated today. Such a challenging hour, which makes the victors excited because the exhibition of the church is to show the quality of the God you serve, the power of the God that we serve, the victories that we observe and persevere with. And so you know the God you serve by his capability or incapability to bring you righteousness, peace, and joy. Those three powers come from the Christmas story. Those powers come to make us have a door that we can go in and come out of and find help in the time of need. I cannot thank you enough for keeping this house open so that men, women, boys, and girls have a chance to become a partner, the bride of the Almighty God, Jesus Christ. So today it is without a question that I stand excited about what God is doing. I thrill at the fact that we know who the champion of champions is. He fought at Calvary. He fought his way into the womb of a virgin. He fought his way through the tide of religion that had decided they could best his powers. Ladies and gentlemen, you sit in the presence of the almighty power of heaven and earth. The one who keeps the stars where they are. The one who raises up or actually we move into the position so that the sun shines on this part of the earth. It is just fascinating beyond words that your next breath has no real motor skills to it other than your lungs that he keeps flowing all through the blood. Drain the blood out of your life and you have no power. The blood is the life of every human. Being a born-again believer, being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, walking in holiness and in godliness is not something that you want to play with. Those are the things that keep the quality of the blood or the life at its optimum levels. So 
We are going to have communion in just a few minutes, but I want to go through a few things that hopefully that we can stir up the gift, the Bible said. The stirring up of the gift or the preaching of the word, the Bible says without a question, excites your faith. And uh, that is if we have a faith in God and in his plan. So the word of the Lord says you, just sort of look at your neighbor. You don't have to say a word, I'll say it for you. You shall be tried as by fire to see of what sort you are. If you are in Christ Jesus, a new creation, and walking in the faith, there is no doubt you will come out victorious. He didn't say it would happen in a second and in a generation of hurry, worry, and bury. We are prone to give up our faith way too quick. If God has waited this long to get you finished, don't get in a hurry. You are growing in grace and you are coming to more knowledge and you are coming to greater skills in the fruit of the Spirit and in the gifts of the Spirit. So, but you'll be tried. The Bible said many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord, the God that's in you, and you can tell if it's the God of heaven or the God of this world when you get deliverance or can't get deliverance. He said, I make the high places low, the low places high, so don't think it's strange concerning what people think about you when you're going up or down because God is an ever-present help in the time of need. When you come forth out of the belly of the whale, we like to tell that story because we can tell it quick. Your story may be a little as lo longer, just as Jonah's story was a lot longer than it tells us, than it shares with us the time it took for all of that to occur. But if you want to know exactly how precise God has narrowed this thing down to help us to have a keen appetite and an appreciation, two in the bed, one taken, one left. Two in the field, one taken, one left. Don't count on it because you're sitting by somebody that's got it. Don't count on it because that you have walked into the same assembly as others. He tells you three parables of that nature to get the point across to us. You can't hitchhike on somebody else's glory. So that's why we are coming together today and I can hardly wait to, for the communion because it is such a paramount thing. It is, is, is huge. And so I'm encouraging you that while I minister the word of God for a few minutes, 
if there is anything in your life and you want to take communion today, cast all of your cares or weaknesses on him. He is a quick God to forgive. Milliseconds. He knows right now what you're thinking about getting forgiveness. He has got monitors, angels, that are monitoring your thought patterns while you're working on the job and you're going through a trial and you're going to the house of God. So ladies and gentlemen, it is my obligation to do the best I can to be a purifying voice to bring into cadence and to a synchronization with the one who's operating the sun and the wind and the rain and the growth of the crops and the abilities of men to think and come up with wise choices about how to build cars and to build airplanes and all of the other. Ladies and gentlemen, we are sitting in the most phenomenal place in the world in the presence of that God. Could we praise him right now for the realization of being part of that heavenly host? Praise God. Gideon seemed to have a very weak setting, but let me remind you that God was with him and God is with you. Would you mind whispering to the person closest to you, God is watching out for you. No, tell them. Don't, I, I'm, I'm telling you to encourage your neighbor. I don't care if it's your husband or your mama or your daddy. I cannot tell you the joy that fills my heart when I know that I may help one person by preaching Jesus Christ. Can I tell you the thrill of knowing that hell would have already taken you out except for the preaching of the word of Jesus Christ. That's why the Bible says to us ministries, preach the word, preach the word, preach the word and thank God he gave us the liberty of all the illustrations in the Bible of what the word does and from the Old Testament to the New it is phenomenal. As you prepare your heart for communion today and, and hopefully everybody in here will cleanse your heart so that you would feel comfortable to take communion with us. I want to move into a overhead projection because uh, the system that we live in can identify, but a word or a picture is so diverse. When you see a picture, you get the picture. And so today, I want us to talk about the life of Christ and the immediate disciples that followed him because 
They were in all kind of religious systems, but they came out to follow a bloodline and a name that had such authority that devils trembled, demons left bodies, healings took place. We always want it to be in milliseconds, but a healing can be over weeks or months. A miracle is something that happens more quickly. For this cause, Jesus became a victim of the cross. He knew you young people would be growing up somewhere. And he wanted you to know there's a plan already in place for your future. And if y'all ever decide to get married, well, you've already decided, haven't you? If you decide to have children, it's a beautiful thing, this thing called Christianity. I'm so sorry that so many have disheveled the idea of what it means. It's Christ in you. I said Christ in you. The Holy Ghost is not just speaking in tongues. That's the authority of the Holy Ghost beginning to take away your English or native language and move you into a heavenly atmosphere. Talking in tongues, I, I can see people doing it a lot, but they're not doing it because they got their repentance done and got baptized in the name of Jesus. Uh, they... They do it because it's a partnership. It's easy. See, a lot of times people call it cursing. I've never seen anybody blessed by a good cursing. Never seen anybody hurt by talking in tongues. This communion, the bread, the strength of life, the way of life, the blood, the cleansing of the heart, the cleansing of the mind, the cleansing of the attitude, the cleansing of the way we do everything. It's holy unto the Lord. You know, I've watched you for the last few years, and no man could preach you into the development of your spiritual life. You have lived under the preaching of the word, but you have allowed it to transform your life. Where he leads, he feeds. The pastures are going to be green the upcoming months to those who are walking in the spirit, those who are walking after the footsteps of the Messiah. Following him is not hard to do if you have his spirit because he alone had the spirit of almighty God. It hurt to be whipped. It was painful to carry a cross. But he said, I'll tell you what I want you to do. I want you to take up a cross. And I want you to follow me. And I will make you over again. 
Some of you are already moving into dimensions you never dreamed that you could come out of that into where you are. And some of you just need to look around and watch for those people that nothing can hinder their worship. Nothing can hinder their praise for the name that is above every name because they have such energy because power is the partnership. So Jesus said, for this cause came I into the world. Communion, is it a ritual, a religion, or a relationship? I hope to God today, as you feel uh, by faith to take communion, that you will treat it as a relationship. It's not a ritual, it's not a religion. It's a salvation. There's power in the blood of Jesus. There's authority in the blood of Jesus. There is strength in the the way of Jesus. There is righteousness in the blood of Jesus. There is joy in the blood of Jesus. There is peace in the joy of Jesus. I'm talking to a people today that you are going to be able to go out of the doors of this house again and say unto the people, he's alive, he's not dead, he's not in a grave, he is the resurrection, he is the power of God unto salvation, he is the light of the way and the truth and the glory that lives in our generation. Bible said that Christ must needs have suffered and risen again from the dead. When you get into the book of Acts, you're into the book where they've already been baptized in the name of Jesus. They've repented of their sins and they're filled with the Holy Spirit. It is not a ritual. It is not something that is a routine. It is the power of the almighty God that's beginning to liberate you from lying and cheating and all the other vagrant things that go on in life. I'm so glad to have such a great young group of people that have made up their mind. Devil, you're not hindering my future. You're not destroying my opportunity to be a married person and my my opportunity to raise up children in godliness and holiness and in righteousness. I am going to dance and he is going to dance with me. I am going to pray and he is going to pray with me. I am going to intercede and he's going to intercede with me. I am him and he is me as I walk in the spirit of truth. So the picture is clear. The church, not another religion, 
not another institution. The church is purposeful people. I get up every day to decide how I want to live my life. I've decided I will love my neighbor. I decided I will love God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. I found out that it is beautiful to forgive others. They may want to live with their inopportune life, but I am not going to carry the witness of their vagrancy or lying or cheating or adulterous feelings and thinkings. I'm not going with that. I am a purposeful person. I present Christ in my tongue, in my spirit, and in the way I dress myself, holy and righteous unto the Lord. Now, don't misunderstand. You can't dress yourself into holiness. You can dress yourself out of it. But people ought to be able to tell the distinctives of a man and a lady without any question as they walk through this world, walking in the spirit, a purposeful person. I am a lady. I am a man. I am a child of God. I have authority to do get demons out of my way and out of my life. I, I refuse to go, fall down and just cave in because I'm facing an ocean and I got all these millions of thousands of millions of people behind me. I'm telling you, Moses took the staff, which is the rod, and put it out over the sea and the waters parted. That's not just a good Sunday school story. That is the power of God unto salvation. You're going to walk into situations in the generation you're living that has all kind of uncanny little decisions that they make about, well, this is, God don't mind that. And, and it's, this doesn't mean anything about, no, no, it all means life. Life is life. And the way you choose to live it is very important. And ministry is a part of helping to present Christ in spiritual truths. Redeemed and redemptive people. His body on the earth. He's not dead. I tried to make that picture come alive because he's alive right now. He's not dead. His eyes right now are greater on you than all the monitors going on in the universe. And all you got to do is, if you got a cell phone, I mean, somebody could touch base with you right now. And you can't see it coming through, and you can't feel it coming through. So don't wait on a feeling to decide if you're in Christ Jesus, a new creation. He doesn't do it by feeling. What he does do is he offers you an invisible spirit. And you reach up and you say, thank you, Jesus. At that moment, when you begin to praise him, here's what the Bible said. When you praise him, he inhabits the praise of his people. Would you mind just raising your hand a little bit? You don't have to get it very high. The minute he sees your heart activate your hand, he comes to your rescue. And then he escorts you 
He lives in front of you to see what you may go through. And he's coming behind you to see what may be coming to try to take you out. But he will lead and guide us into all truth. You can't buy anything like this. We celebrate this today. When we take this communion, I want you to know you're celebrating all this stuff I'm preaching about right now. He is the Lord of life. Communion, 1 Corinthians 11, 20. And if you've done any study in the Bible at all, you understand those Corinthians, they had their day of troubles. Boy, did they ever have it messed up. But you know what God did? He didn't send Bob Meyer. He sent the Apostle Paul. He just sends ministry to minister to people. And he went to Corinth. And he began to help them to understand. And he said, I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, and this is what you're going to do in a few minutes, and you can cleanse your heart right while I'm preaching, and so you can take communion. Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you so that your broken heart can find healing because I am the way, the truth, and the light, and I will heal you. That's huge. Stop. Taking communion is not just a little thing we do. It's broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. So we put ourselves into a relationship with suffering or giving, but resurrection power. Back to the Bible, the verse. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my, and I want everybody to say that one word, the blood. Life is in that blood. And when you take this communion today, and we offer you that wafer, his body, and we offer you that broken piece of wafer and that communion cup, and you pray over it as you receive communion today and say, Lord, I have cleansed my heart and I want to walk in the perfect law of liberty. I want to walk in the victory that overcomes the world because I have faith in your word. I have faith in your blood. I have faith in the power of your spirit. And I am going to salute you every day I live. 
and I am going to take communion as often as we do it, and we are going to celebrate the body of Jesus that is no longer a physical entity. It is a spiritual body, and that's what we are as the church. We all are physical in nature, but we are spiritual in purpose and spirit. We have community. We share location and things. We come to this house to renew all of this through the preaching of the word, through the glory and the victory of his spirit. It is phenomenal what God has set up in Paris, Texas, in cities, marriages, churches, etc., that's why that we have preaching regularly to keep our lives on the straight and the narrow. We share ourselves with him daily in praise in the morning, in praise at the noontime, in praise before we go to sleep. We share ourselves with him. And I promise you, if you do that, he will share himself with you. He is a great partner for life. Life, death, burial, resurrection. If you intend to get out of the grave on the right side, everybody's coming out. Some to be judged and eternal damnation. But the people of God unto the resurrected life of glory. All of those things are listed in Romans 6 and 3 through 6 are basically they have to do with. Somebody say today. Today is the day of the Lord. When you get up in the morning, today is the day of the Lord. When you get up Tuesday morning, today is the day of the Lord. When you get up Wednesday morning, today is the day of the Lord. He is a daily God. He's on call 24-7. And he never gets weary doing good. Won't you smile at somebody next to you? They look just like Jesus. Now, if they didn't smile back, please look the other way and see if you can find somebody to smile at you. Because I promise you, if Jesus is there and you smile toward him, he'll smile back. And how many of you do realize that when somebody smiles at you, that means they're consenting to be part of your world? It's a big deal. Remember what we were. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand, but how many of you had to be taught how to lie? Don't move. How many of you had to be taught to hate? How many of you did have to be taught to love? You can like strawberry cake. You can like people that like you. But it's hard to love people. Because love is not a feeling. It is a spirit. Love gives protection and provision.
you may say all kind of bad things about pastor. <laughs> now, believe me, I know who I'm talking to. She's never going to do it, so I don't have to worry. But if that were to be true, the beauty of love is I don't quit giving you preaching that counts. You may not come back to church for months. Don't be looking around now because we've had a few do that. But the next time they come, it's as if they never missed a service. Because I'm not going to be mad at them. I'm not going to dislike them. That's their choice. But I'm going to love them, giving them protection and provision. How many of you guys like these four smiles up here? Not going to quit liking or loving people in this city because they won't come listen to my great preaching. <laughs> Not after that. Those who come, it's those who he fed. He didn't chase people down. He offered them. He came out of heaven to their dark world. And if their love or his love and light and wisdom they did not want, he healed their sick in him. He did all kind of good things. So we're not going to mistreat people just because they don't like to come to the UPC of Paris, just because they don't prefer Pastor Myers preaching to others. But you just want to make sure that you're getting ministry that will grow your life and ministry that will reprimand when you do wrong and do error. You don't want a preacher that don't care enough to preach the word. <clears throat> Who and what brought the new life? How we are sustained? Why we give and share with others? And where we are going soon? I cannot tell you exactly all of them, but in the last 40 years, I've buried over 200 and something people. I want to tell you, you're only here for 70 to 90 years as an average. Make your calling an election, sure. That's what the Bible does say. Make your calling. Mama can't do it for you. She can be a good light. Pastor can't do it for you. But he can be a good light. So today, I want us to bow our heads and I want us to meditate for about one minute on where I want to go from here to the rest of my life. Tried to carefully outline objectives, powers, structure to get you to be a child of God 
that feeds from the heavenly manna. Now, Father, I pray as a pastor over this entire congregation and those that perhaps could not be here, I pray the blood of cleansing. Cleanse us from our doubts, our fears, and our inhibition about being able to walk in your spirit. I pray the glory of angels to bring thoughts that would challenge the powers of hell every day to these people today that take communion. I cry out to you today. Make their pastor a better man as I take communion with them. Cleanse me every day so that they hear the true word of God and the true plan of redemption. In Jesus' name. Could we clap our hands to the Lord? They sing, we'll prepare for you to be able to come and we'll just start over on this side and, and you can come by and we will give you the wafer and the cup and uh, y'all will go ahead and sing. There is a blood that calls to life that paid my
blessed moment. Father, we're looking up, and I know you're looking in, and our hearts are affected, our minds are cleansed, and our hands are free to help the infant by your precious redemptive measure. Today, if you will take your wafer and your cup then you can pray accordingly as to what you want to say and praise to him right now as we remember the sacrifice and the resurrection. You can just take a few minutes to praise him however you would like. Please feel free at any point after you have praised him for this great, great blessing called communion. Oh, the blood of Jesus. 
washes me and all the blood of Jesus shed for me. saved my life yes the blood it is my victory and all the blood of Jesus washes me and all the blood of Jesus shed for me Jerry Newberry, one of our elders in our church, family tree runs way back, and I want him to pray a prayer of closing for this service and a blessing upon your future. Lord, at this time, I pray for this family, for this church family, everybody represented here today. Pray as we close this last year, this last day out of this year, moving forward to next year, and even as Sterling and some of the others mentioned, that we can't have you every day. It's up to us. But as we move into this next year, I pray, Lord, that we can meet what you want us to, to meet, not what we want to do but your will, Lord, that we could look and try to figure out where our place is. Or 
If our place is not with you, we're not where we need to be. And everyone in here pretty much knows that in their heart. I pray that you would help us to move forward with our own immediate families, family members, friends, co-workers, whoever we're around. Help us to realize what our goal really is. And that is to make heaven our home someday and be with you. I pray for every family that's traveling during the holiday season that could not be here. I pray that they, they could also be partakers of this moment. And I pray that you would be with each and every member of this church this next year that we could reach a goal that you would want us to reach. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you for making this a celebration day.